You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you, you can. This is Geekly Media down here on the convention floor for Imperial Valley Comic Con, and I am here with Chris Reed and Caleb Bendit. I, I, I knew I was going to screw it up, but I'm hoping I don't. And trust me, I know. No confidence in yourself. Come on. Well, it's my, my last name. I've had people screw it up throughout my whole life, so it's always a thing that you try and right. get right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have a complex about last names. Sir, I, I really do. It's true. That's funny. Uh, but you're here. You're promoting, or you're not promoting, but you were in... Uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ninja Steel? Ninja Steel, yeah. Ninja, Ninja Steel. Steel, okay. Yeah. So, what was the time on the show like? Um, well, you know, filming was... We film over New Zealand, um, so we were there for nine months, and, you know, me and Chris just had the best jobs for nine months because we just got to goof around, and, you know, we didn't have to dress up in the spandex and save the world. <laughs> we were... We were more getting messy and you know trying to make people laugh. So. Did did you get, did you go do the Hobbit tours and stuff like that in New Zealand? Did you ever do that? I never went to Hobbiton, no. but I, um, we did go to the South Island where a lot of the exterior stuff was yeah. shot. And I mean that by, is way better than oh yeah grassy we, knolls. It's funny because it's like anywhere that's like a touristy attraction in a place, even I mean everywhere you are. Right. Yeah. The people that are actually from there will like tell you it's not that great. They, they kind of roll their eyes and be like, oh I want to go see the Hobbit set and they're like, oh god. Like, yeah, of course what you what do. an armpit. Right, exactly. So we, we were kind of steered in more um, what would you say? More more things that actual locals that locals do. like. Yeah, exactly. the, yeah. But yeah, the mountains down in the South Island are just epic yeah. looking. It's great, as Brody would say. <laughs> Our Red Ranger had a catchphrase. It was a w- one word: epic. Epic. <laughs> epic. So yeah, we, we had a good time though. That's good. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what was it? What were what was the process of, of getting that kind of role? Um. Four auditions? Sure. Yeah. Four, like, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the process was really long. Over the, like, And there were, like, four auditions over the course of, like, a month and a half, yeah. two months. Or so m- it wasn't. More. Or two, more. Two or more. Yeah. Like, you'd think they were looking for the next <laughs> Avenger cast. Like, <laughs> But, I mean, that's that's the, the care they put into selecting their cast. Because, you know, Boy, these are... What's that? I was just going to say, I imagine with the history of that show, they, they probably put a lot of care in it. Definitely, oh, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, they want, they want, yeah, all the different, I mean, yeah, they have their story planned out for the season. And then, also, but also, since it shoots over New Zealand, you're bringing these young actors um, away from their family and over into a foreign country, and they have to live together, essentially. Like, Caleb lived with two of the other cast members, and then... Um, and then we're all 
kind of alone over there, so they have to make sure everyone's cool. <laughs> mo- there's there's a huge part of the audition process is like essentially once you get past the third one, it's just compatibility testing. Yeah. <laughs> of just like, do these two people get along? It's like Big Brother. Or will they exactly? Yeah. <laughs> will they get along? You know, on the that should be a reality show. Part of it, yeah. Exactly. Rangers casting. <laughs> so I'm, that's I'm sure there's an audience for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. So there's a, it's, that's a huge part of it for sure. Yeah. Um, so we we auditioned together two times. Two times, yeah. Um, and right away we were, you know, we had that chemi- natural chemistry, and we would go outside and kind of like plan stuff that we were going to do together when we. Auditioning together, kind of yeah. a little bit of collusion was yeah. necessary. <laughs> Don't do this with the other Victor exactly, auditioners. Yeah. Stutter on that line whenever you're with them. Um, so we, we played the Game of Thrones to win for sure. There you go. Yeah. You know how to play the game. Exactly. See, you're already talking about this reality TV show. It's gonna be great. Right, yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna form alliances? Yeah. Before uh, Power Rangers, what, what was uh, your career like then? What were you? When did you done? Um, so I had really just moved out to Los Angeles. I was 18. So I moved out to LA when I was 17, and I booked Power Rangers when I was 17. But by the time we were filming, I was 18. Okay. Um, so I had really been out there for five months, four months. So I was really kind of just getting started um, out there. But I had done a, a pilot that got picked up to series before that, um, and yeah. So it was. I didn't have much of anything before that, and he now hit the ground up. running. Yeah. Really. That was like what I. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, uh, I was there. I want to say four, four almost five years, booking just little little roles on TV shows and doing a lot, of, you know, commercials and um, some modeling stuff. And then Rangers was the largest thing that I booked, but. Was that yeah. was it was it a thing that you both knew that you at a young age that you wanted to do acting? I wanted to be a pilot for the longest time actually, and then um, well, I mean you're pulling off he's got the Jordan look thing at right him. here. Say yeah. he's got to look for it too. Like couldn't you see him like getting off the plane with his little briefcase? Like what? Everybody's looking at him in awe. Just totally see it. Adjusting my wings on. My... <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, asking for the, the lady to bring some more coffee. <laughs> see it. Um, uh, this is your captain. Uh, speaking. If you look to the right, you can see the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Oh, so I'm flying domestic flights? Huh? You could be going from Tokyo to, to, uh, I don't know, L.A.? Sure. Sure. Um, I I did, for sure. I did, so I did theater all growing up, just like Chris, I think, right? No, I guess you did theater in college, right? In college, yeah. I stumbled into theater and fell in love with it. Yeah, so I did theater growing up and never really I mean obviously you're realistic about it and I grew up in a small town in Texas so there was no you know there was no point of reference for me saying oh well I can it wasn't a reality really until I was in high school and that's kind of when I decided that I was really passionate about that and there wasn't really anything else that was gonna match it and you said when you were because you were doing Power Rangers when you were you got it when you're 17 and started doing 18 is it is there different rules for ages over so there? I did have to be 18 to get it, but it just worked out to where... By the time you started filming, I was going to be 18, yeah. 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 So it was because we started filming in September, and I turned 18 in July. Oh. So it was like perfect, yeah, it was, perfect. It was really time. perfect, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously that's the thing that they do in Hollywood a lot is... You play younger than when you actually are. Was it? I mean, just oh, I'm actually 12 years old. Oh, yeah. He's playing up. The beard is great. (laughs) Yeah, 12 years. I'm I'm really I'm (laughs) like peaking really early. He had chia pet implants. 
<laughs> his chin. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, what, was it difficult to think about playing a younger age? I mean, I can't imagine it is. You just came out of there. But. I mean, I was pretty much playing my age. Yeah. I think mm. he's probably 17 because they're all seniors oh, okay. in the second season. Yeah. So I like. I I was kind of already just still. Yeah. I got to kind of actually have the senior year of high school that I didn't get to have. <laughs> so it was it was nice. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> I I wouldn't. I didn't think about my age too much when I was building the character. I think because like the the writing really does all. It made me younger just yeah. automatically with the stuff that we were getting into Same. and my reaction to things. Like Victor, yeah, the writing just make me childish. Already, when you're doing things like climbing into garbage cans and yeah. <laughs> like flying to the air and homemade yeah. bow and arrows, it's yeah. kind of difficult to uh, to be anything but yeah. that, that childish this, age. Just the biggest issue was like shaving my uh, five o'clock shadow every morning. Oh, well, you know, the life of a twelve-year-old, <laughs> yeah. plucking yeah. out all the gray hairs, yeah, <laughs> redying every day, dying it, yeah, makeup, hair and makeup really just had their work oh, yeah. cut out. So, has there been a, a role that you've always wanted to attempt? Is there something that you're looking forward to? Mm. Mm, I want to let Chris go first because I really want to think about the it. Role I want to him on the spot. Attempt, like one that would be challenging. That, right. uh, so, or even maybe a certain genre. You know, maybe not oh, so much a role. Yeah. It's just, what's what's something that you feel that you you have it in you, but you would love to see if you could you could do it. I will say I would like to do something. Because I, I love doing drama, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and something, like, complex, like, you know, like a Jake Gyllenhaal-type, kind of a darker, even, like, dark comedy like, type like of thing. Like Nightcrawler. Very much like that, yeah. That's yeah. that's really appealing. I think that's kind of roles appealing to any actor. Yeah. But I definitely think I could do it. I can, I can make myself look like a serial killer pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. So just make one of the eyes go a little limp. Um, but, yeah, that'd be fun. It wouldn't be too much of a stretch in my opinion. No. <laughs> he's got the coat on for it right now. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Um, oh, is this still on? Supposed to change. Supposed to get rid of this. <laughs> I I think I I'd love to do a a con- like kind of a dark comedy um, as well, kind of uh, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, mm. like that type of like I love Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. in those where it. It's funny, but there are thrilling moments and there are serious moments in it, and so it, you just see some dynamic um, storytelling in there. Yeah. See, too, not to like hijack, but I don't think we've ever done this. What is a role that you would like to see me in? Because I have one very specifically that I would like to see you do. Oh, really? Yeah, I would like to see you play an athlete, <clears throat> like a like a real athlete. Oh, okay. I'd like, like to see. Like a biopic. Yeah. Or, I mean, I get biopic, or I would like to see you play like a baseball player or something cool. Yeah. And then you get like addicted to steroids. Your life crumbles before Kevin you. Kevin Costner takes all those roles, though. It'd be it's cool true. to, yeah. He, j- he just needs to die, and then yeah, I'll just, step into Chris those. He's just waiting shoes. for Kevin Costner to die so his career can really take off. It's my, right my Twitter there. bio. <laughs> just waiting for Costner to <laughs> kick the bucket. Oh, um, okay, I like that. I like that. You. What was. You auditioned, you showed me um, an audition for, he was like on a plane and he was like a killer. What was that? Oh, with my, and the where I was like a Nazi? Is that the one you think? I think so. Yeah. Where you were, weren't you like talking about uh, kids with peanut allergies? Oh, like yes, you should yes, just, that was the Nazi one. Yeah, that, okay, so he, 
I guess back to the serial killer thing. <laughs> I'm just seeing we're, you in the peacoat. We're, we're and seeing a running theme here. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I think I think something like that, like cool. uh, from uh, No Country for Old Men, like yes. um, Javier. That's exactly yeah. who like, I was going for in that audition. That'd be pretty awesome seeing you do cool. that. Yeah. Thanks. That's a great question, Caleb. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so would you like to conduct the rest of the day? No, you can I'm just leaving it back to you now. <laughs> well, no, it's just, you know, the, so one of the cliche things is that you always hear is that, oh, we became close. We were we were a family on the set. I mean, obviously the two of you are doing this con together, so... Not the case. Not the case at all. You can't stand each other. I, I, I totally got that in the pre-interview, too. <laughs> But no, like, uh, you know, what were some of the antics that were going on between the, the cast, if there were any? Mm. So we filmed pretty separately, for the most part, from the, the rest, rest of the cast. Of the cast. Um, just because our stuff is very much like a B storyline, and then at some point in the episode we intersect with them. Yeah. Usually at the height of our hijinks or mm. whatever our characters are doing. Um, but, Chris, I mean, we so we've all lived in the same area of the city, so we all woke up at 4 in the morning, got picked up. And we were there on set till 6, 7 p.m. Um, so uh, me and Chris would sit in our trailer. We both write together as well. So there was a lot of writing in the trailer and, you know, making stupid videos for the fans. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of lip syncing. Um, <laughs> but we were, I mean, we're still like brothers. We live right down the road from each other. And it, yeah. it, it's impossible. I will say a lot of casts do lie about being as close as they are. I, mean, I would imagine it's not true for everybody. You were right. Yeah. But it's impossible when you're it's the only people you know in another continent yeah and you're with each other you have to like each other and you have to be like a family <laughs> like you just there's no room for not it's a very forced friendship yeah <laughs> um but so this yeah, we were, it turned out to be genuine for sure yeah and the crew as well i mean these are the people you see oh for God. over 12 hours a day yeah every single day i mean for every day two days a week and then it's it's like I said, it's just impossible not to yeah to be that close. Was that was it difficult for the fact that you guys were separated from the rest of the cast a lot, or but since the two of you had each other, you were okay? Only difficult in that sometimes we would have weeks off and they did not, no. so there was some jealousy. But um, that there was wasn't. A, there was a trip to Fiji that I took yeah. that was not well received by the other members. Yeah, of the, as they were on set, getting up early. Imagine no. just seeing that on their Instagram feed yeah. or something. <laughs> and I told them like the day of, I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to be here for a few days. I'm going to go to Fiji. And they're all like busting their asses. Yeah. Um, so when doing the, the hijinks or just the, your roles in, in general, like what was it that you had to prepare yourself so that you could be in that state of mind to, to always be on, always be goofy? <clears throat> um... I'll say we early on decided we were going to to go as big as possible because yeah. if we tried to play it like self-aware, it would not work because of the way the writing is, it's very big and we just kind of had to go above and beyond the writing, mm-hmm. um, which is not as easy as it sounds <laughs> with the way some things are written. Um, but we had talked when we first started saying like we have to push each other and make sure that we're both always high energy yeah. so there were days where I was exhausted and was trying not to fall asleep while we're waiting <laughs> for them to set up shots and he's yeah. hey I need you like I need you to be there with me and so you there's a lot of back and forth definitely yeah. between the two of us well in that way I mean there were time the directors are so good because they they wanted that too they wanted us to just go above and beyond change things up if we wanted to so they gave us a lot of freedom in that respect and with that they could Pull, pull back on the reins 
every once in a while, like, no way, dude. That's that's <laughs> not working. Yeah, exactly. So, well, yeah. I mean, I, from what I understand, because I have really no idea of, you know, filming life and anything like that, but, like, on a TV show, everything is really condensed because you have to get a lot shot in a little bit of time right yeah so what is the ad lib kind of rule like do you got to are you allowed to throw in your own lines yeah every once in a while yeah i mean so they changed directors every three episode episodes and some some directors returned some were just there for just the three episodes mm-hmm. and but i want to say each director before specifically met with us to t- say hey um i want you guys to like you know, bring your own art to this. There was no one who ever said, stick to the lines, dude. Like, don't change things up or anything. They, they wanted us to bring our own flavor, which was great. And even our executive producer, Chip, who is, is so invested in the show, and he write, he's the head writer as well. So, obviously, you don't want to, like, ever offend the head writer by changing something right and once we got settled into it after a few episodes he was definitely more uh, willing to let us kind of run with it because the characters really did become our own the way they were written in the beginning it slowly kind of changed to where it was written more to how we were playing it yeah um, so they were definitely more more willing to let us run with it and so long as it wasn't inappropriate <laughs> yeah <laughs> Was was that difficult, like knowing that this is a show for tweens and teens and stuff like that? Oh, there's a cesspool of dirty jokes going on in our heads. No. <laughs> Very difficult to play clean. Yeah. No, it, um, I mean no, because it starts with the writing. We wouldn't deviate too much. Right, right. But obviously, we have inside dirty jokes yeah, going on just to keep ourselves sane you know filthy mouth it's been very hard for me not to curse yeah, on this they had project. to bleep us quite you a bit curse on this one if you want oh, thank get God. it all out there <laughs> yeah all the all the cursing that i had to bottle up for nine months filming this i'm about to unleash on your viewers <laughs> what what was uh what like okay so then for a typical episode what was the timeline for something like that like how much time went into to just filming one episode so we had a weird schedule because they film in blocks. Okay. So it's three episode blocks, and we would film those in nine days. Nine days. So that's three per nine days. So I guess it's one episode every three days. Yeah. But they would schedule it so that you know one day they could be shooting one scene from episode four. Yeah. And then you'd be one shooting from six. six. And, yeah. It's insane. It's, yeah. It's a lot. So I don't. I don't know how. Like it's amazing how they schedule because it's forty four episodes we shoot total, and it's so it's three episodes every nine days right. for nine months. Wow. <laughs> it's it's a lot, and it's yeah. very intense, and there's really no other show like it yeah. that does it that way. Yeah. Um, it's like trying to shoot a normal episode of something, but in a, like a soap opera schedule, Yeah. where it's just the quick turnaround, but it still has to look like a normal, well-produced show, which it does, amazingly. It's They, they kill it. It's insane. Yeah. Now, is that difficult to do to keep what scene you're doing at that moment for which episode like when you have a schedule like that less so for us because we're just going crazy and being funny so there's not like a lot of like emotional ties to other episodes it's kind of like a cartoon in a way that whatever we did the last episode doesn't really affect what happens the next one Mm -hmm. it's always kind of the same just in a different way there were times when we might shoot a scene um, out of order so like we'd be shooting the end gag one day and then the next day we're like oh this happened before that so yeah there's maybe a little bit of jockeying you have to do in 
how your emotion how your emotion is during the scene. Um, but overall, it, it was pretty straightforward overall for us. Yeah. Okay, so then, when you were you know when you're there, what is it that you have to keep in mind of you know how to get through get through a scene? Um, is it more just is it is it I mean. Obviously, you're both creative people. You're actors. You know, you, you've got whatever it is that you're going through. But is it more just let me get through it, or is it more like what can I do? Well, any scene that we we would always approach it from the perspective of let's because once you play you're playing a character for so long, you naturally kind of fall into their rhythm and their yeah. way of talking, and you know exactly the first read. You know exactly how they would say it. So we would kind of just it's like let's see what you got and you'll see what I got and we'll see how we can pair that and make it yeah make it work. But that was kind of our process with the whole thing. And then it was after that, after we have the basics of that down, it's okay. Now what can we do to heighten it? And at which moments do we want to do something physical or do, you know yeah. kind of add a little minutia on after that? Okay. Yeah. So uh, one thing that we we're geekly media, so we try and talk to people what it is they like to geek out about other than acting. What is it that you really geek out about? What's what's your fandoms, or you know, even if it's not you know nerdy stuff, if it's baseball or if it's you know working on guitars or something like that. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. We have uh, a Game yeah. of Thrones show. Oh, I oh, really. Am. <laughs> Game right. of Thrones. Nice. Cool. <laughs> so yes, that is me. I like. I can't even believe we're only. 60 something days away from having the new season. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, can't stop thinking. And then about what, do you, what do you think of the spinoff show? Oh, I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. The Age of Heroes. Are yep. You kidding me? <laughs> Come on, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what will probably be. What we know about it right now will probably turn out to not be what actually happened, which excites me because mm. you know that they're gonna change up the act. What actually happened versus what was put in the history books. Right. Um, right. So I'm really excited about that. Crazy. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I geek out over soccer. Soccer? Yeah, English Premier League. All right. Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. Um, yeah, I you go to a lot of games. And you make it over there. Um, I I've been over there once just to see games. Didn't do anything touristy. <laughs> <laughs> just went over to watch uh, soccer. And um, I also like to cook a lot. I geek out over cooking. I cook like most meals. Yeah. And I like to bake. Try to stay uh, in a certain vegan or vegetarian or you know just anything. No, um, I keto friendly. I, I don't really. I'm not really strict about a specific way. I, I just you know I try to have vegetables every day. And so he makes me <laughs> food that's really healthy food, which isn't typically my my <laughs> protocol. And he makes healthy food taste really good. So I'll give him props for that. That's awesome. <laughs> His one healthy meal a week is usually <laughs> well, at my it's, house. It's nice of you to look out for him in that yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his dad. Uh, last question. So I try to, if I remember it, I try and ask, what would be one useless power that you could have if you could have one? Useless? It has to be useless. It can't be like something. It can't be flying. It can't have super okay. Useless. I'm like, trying to think. Like a power where it's like, why the hell did God give me that? Exactly. Or why did okay. I get that? Like the one I usually okay. go to is, I can make my hair grow three inches and that's it. You know, like what what is that? That just be reminds me of Family Guy when Meg the, gets the, the fingernails, <laughs> and Meg with her super amazing ability to grow her fingernails. <laughs> um, oh, did that break skin? No, yeah. it didn't break the skin, but it hurt. But ouch, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
That's that's a really cool question. Oh my gosh, I know, and now I'm gonna. Okay, oh, I would say just to kind of like freak people out off the top of my head, I would say just to like make my pupils go completely black, like cover up the color in my eye, just to kind of freak people out. But you can only do it for like two and a half seconds, and then I'm in an immense amount of pain yeah. for the rest of the day. Oh man, so you can also give yourself some pain on it. Right, exactly. That would be my useless power, just to kind of freak people out. You have two and a half seconds of pleasure in that, and then the rest of the day you're in horrible, horrible agony. That's funny. Um, I don't know if this. I feel like I could think of something better, but this is all I can think of right now. But uh, <laughs> the ability, the be, ability to tell if anyone within a, a ten foot radius from me got a text. Wow! <laughs> Without like like no, no vibrate, no oh. like yeah. Or maybe predicting predicting if they're gonna get a text one second ahead of time. That's a great. Yeah. That's another good like party trick. That's you a, just I mean that's the, kind of useful I guess. Because no, it'd be, be like oh. It's still useless though. <laughs> yeah. It's like what are you I gonna do with that? I can't I can't tell who it came from, what it says, or just that they're they're about to get a text in a second. It's literally like the signal's going through you before it hits their phone. Yeah. Maybe that. And so I'll, it'll probably give me cancer. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> so, that's how it ends up coming so back that to haunt too. you. It gives me cancer. It gives me a big of cancer each time it happens. It's like a Black Mirror episode of Superpowers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you have to take the, the, the yeah. curse that comes with it. That's yeah. so funny. Uh, well, thank you for letting me sit down with you and, and this interview was a blast. you. So, um, would you like to give out some social media handles? Um, sure. You can follow me on my Instagram, at Caleb Bendit. And uh, that's pretty much the only place I'm really active. Okay. Yeah. And my Instagram is at uh, Chris Reed. Uh, Reed is spelled R3ID. So cute. Three ID. See what he did? Yeah. Yeah. Three's kind of look like backwards. It's not an E. It's a number. (laughs) Uh, So this is Mitch on the floor of the Imperial Valley Comic Con saying, "Always remember to geek out." We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. This podcast has been brought to you by Cuts by Candice. Candice Gist is a hairstylist that listens to your needs and will work with you to get the right look for you. With 18 years of experience, Candice is the premier stylist that I trust with my look. And right now, if you mention this ad when you make an appointment from now until the end of February 2019 and give our promo code GEEKOUT, you will get 10% off your hair services. Follow Cuts by Candice on Facebook and Cuts underscore Candice on Instagram and start looking the best you you can.